After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members of FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from Bayer. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tim. I appreciate it. You know, I mentioned this to, to Noah Johnson as we were discussing this yesterday, the district in which you are both running. You've been representing all these years. Uh, we moved a couple of years ago from the west side off Timothy over near the school, Kingswood. We moved over to Beechwood, and darn if I don't have the same commissioner. That's a heck of a district. <laughs> I don't know who drew that thing, but that's a heck of a district. I hope that's been a good thing for you, but uh, it, 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 uh, it, has, it is an interesting district, and uh, Kingswood is a great neighborhood, and you moved into another great neighborhood over in Beechwood. So uh, uh, the lines, you know, certainly the lines are, uh, that uh, goes from like Jennings Mill Road, takes in, uh, as you're going down Atlanta Highway, everything to the right. So the Academy Sports all the way down Timothy to Macon Highway, that's, uh, as you're going down Atlanta Highway 2, it goes over to Alps and Beechwood, and Everything behind the library library there is uh, inclusive in the district as well as has bits of uh, five points. So, yeah, it's a, it's an odd shaped district, but it's got over fifty neighborhoods, fifty good strong neighborhoods. That uh, it's been a pleasure representing them. I've heard you discuss the reason you wanted another term and mentioned that you were elected back in two thousand eight. Been on the commission ever since. Uh, the phrase I've heard you use again and again: unfinished business, uh, such as. Give us some examples here. Well, certainly there's a, there's a, some unfinished business, but there's also some new business that's coming our way, and we've seen this as a result of the, of the virus and COVID. But some unfinished business, you know, we just recently passed a, a splice where we're going to be building a new courthouse, but also a municipal center. And having a municipal center where a lot of our government operations in one building will be will just be a, a, a good uh, one-stop shop for, for our community and also help lead us into into a better way our government can function for its citizens. And and also the other thing it does, Tim, is it frees up a lot of government property, like a lot of government property around City Hall, but also Satula, where our finance department is, and our, our HR department. So you free up those buildings, then you can possibly create some sort of private-public partnership, or even still you can put them back on the, back on the market for – for some private uh, private person to to buy and turn into some uh, housing or housing perhaps or some sort of other enterprise business that that, that pays into the tax revenues. Now all of that so contingent, Commissioner Mike Hamby, uh, this is sales tax funded project here. That depends on sales tax revenues. I, I'm I'm certain that you folks are tracking this. Uh, we know what's happening at the state level has to be happening at the local level too. At this particular moment, there there aren't much by way. There isn't much by way of tax revenue. Well, there's not. You're right about that. And we just had a budget meeting last week that has some projections where. Our sales tax revenues is projected, if everything kind of goes back to normal, whatever that's going to look like, then our sales tax, project, sales tax projections will be, will be at, at par or above, above level from that standpoint, grow about a couple percentage. But you raise a good point. So what happens if everything doesn't get back to normal? What happens if, if the university for, for, uh, for hopefully not doesn't it doesn't open up back there during the fall but you know this virus is unpredictable so we don't know what will happen so if the university doesn't open back up in the fall I've talked to a, 
Mayor Gertz about it, and it did and will impact our sales tax dollars in a tremendous way. And we need to, we need to be prepared in, in case that does happen. I could sit here and listen, I, I suppose, on, <clears throat> pardon me, on some level, it's my job to sit here and second guess. And, and we could do that all day in terms of decisions the mayor and commission made at the local level, decisions that were made at the state level, in terms of trying to mitigate the impact of the virus. In hindsight, now, two and a half months uh, to look at what has happened and to understand now the, the at least some degree the extent of the economic damage that'll be caused as a result of some of the actions that we've taken is there anything that you would have wished that we had done differently you said at the outset and we talked about this at the outset you'd rather overreact than underreact are you concerned that there has been an overreaction locally no i, I don't think there is tim and uh, and i you know i hope i hope what we've done and what we still continue to do by encouraging people to Keep the social distance and, and wear masks where where you need to. That that it does that it does help us uh, protect people in this community uh, and and the health of this community. So, you know, I think on every issue you can always look back and wonder or second guess or have hindsight about it. But uh, I've realized that as a commissioner, you 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 make a decision and and you move forward. If you you know certainly when it comes to the health and safety of the community, you you want to. You want to make sure you get it right uh, because because getting it wrong has some consequences associated with there's a lot of decisions we we make that we can go back and revisit that we can fix but it's hard to fix somebody's uh, somebody's health or the health of the community uh, when they're when they're when they're suffering from this so so uh, you know in hindsight I, I, I feel like we have made the right decision I hope uh, based on you know some of the numbers that we've seen the the, the, the cases of hopefully starting to flatten out a little bit. Um, um, our hospitals are in good shape as far as not being overloaded. Uh, so uh, I hope, you know, I hope uh, we help to help make Athens safe in that regard by the decisions we did make. Uh, Mike Hamby, moving forward, we were talking before the break, Commissioner Hamby, uh, the, the community response, the local government response to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, we know that, that we have a lot of folks who are out of work. Uh, we know we have businesses. I don't know if we know which ones yet, but we have businesses that closed, restaurants and shops, uh, many of which will likely never reopen. What do we do moving forward here? Well, and that's 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 a good question, and, and something certainly I've been thinking a lot about because it, as we've seen during this virus, we, you know, people are working from home. We're having teachers um, teachers teach from home. The kids are learning from home. So it, it does beg the question about how we are moving forward and what a new normal could look like, and how can we how can we kind of um, uh, kind of maybe looking to see what Athens could do in order to in order to address that. Um, so certainly as, as people are working from home, I think a lot of businesses these days are going to take a second look on the amount of space that they need for their office or for their building or for their employees. So that means, you know, Tim, we've got about 40,000 people that come into Athens each day to work. So that means they're coming into Athens, they live somewhere else but come into Athens. So what can we do to keep some of those 40,000 people here in Athens to live here and knowing that there's opportunities now from pe- for people to be able to work from home and, and, and do that and make a living doing that, then how can we how can we kind of nurture that and, and grow that for, for our community as a benefit for our community? But we also look, need to look at making sure that, you know, if, if people are having to, if kids are having to learn from home, teachers are having to teach from home, 
we also need to look at what needs we have. And certainly on our last SPLOS project, we have a we have an internet uh, internet uh, project that's on there. So we probably ought to move that to the top of the list so that we can make sure that people who need that who need that tool for communicating that it's available for them and that's available for them at a, at, a, at a good speed to where they can get the information they need and teach and learn and, and and be able to work from home. But you mentioned also small businesses and restaurants. Is there an opportunity here in Athens? We're currently looking at this on the downtown development authority where, you know, certainly if somebody is, there's a restaurant downtown that has a really good barbecue sauce, what can we do to help be a catalyst to help them you know, market that barbecue sauce, be able to put it in a jar, be able to put it on the internet, be able to sell it across the world. I think we, I think there's an opportunity here for, for small local businesses that have a product that they can, that they can introduce to the world economy, to the global economy, and get it beyond the borders of Athens. Well, we've and already seen, Commissioner Hamble, we've seen some folks that had success at that. Uh, Terrapin, for example, Creature Comforts or another, yeah. but Terrapin specifically, so successful that they were snapped up by one of the big brewing companies and, and are now an international concern. And, yeah. and due respect to the efforts of the athens Clark County Commission, they kind of did that without y'all, didn't they? Well, well, they did, but they also, but you know, creature comforts. We've helped assist them in, in some ways as well. But, but the thing that I'm suggesting is, how can we, how can we encourage more of that? How can we learn from what Terrapin did and what Creature Comforts is doing, and what Red Dress Boutique is doing? Red Dress Boutique is one of the largest, um, the largest retailers online of of, of, of dressers dresses. So, what can, how can the government learn from what they're doing? And help help other businesses do the same thing, or be a catalyst for helping other businesses. Oh, you would be thing. familiar because I remember Mike Camby. I first met Mike Camby when I moved to Athens in the late 1990s. He was literally introduced to me this way: this young Mike Camby, just out of the University of Georgia. Hey, there's Mike. He's a Republican. Now, I know you've worked for a lot of Democrats over the years in helping those folks get elected, and you serve on an athens Clark County Commission now. Uh, but but the Republican answer to your question, what can government do to help? The Republicans would say, and I know you know this is what they'd say, they'd say get the government out of the way and let business do what business does. There are those who continue to insist that Athens as a government, as a community, throws up obstacles to local businesses. Well, and I, I hear that too, Tim. But and I think I think we need to we need to work on that and make sure that that you know the way I'm trying to approach it is that what how can government be the catalyst? What can government do to help you uh, um, make make your business sustainable and grow your business? And if it means getting out of the way, then then we need to get out of the way. But if it means also that, uh, that, that, for example, you know, during this crisis, a lot of uh, a lot of restaurants and bars downtown have been asking to to let us have a second look at the liquor license fees. So, so if if something like that helps make a make a make a restaurant that's been here 20 years sustainable and keep staying here, then let's take a look at doing that. So, what I'm suggesting is let's look at let's listen to the businesses, let's listen to the residents, and see what. See what tools they need, or what they that what they and and let's look at the examples that you gave of terrapin and creature comforts and red dress, and see see what's 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 helped them be successful in the global economy. So what I'm trying to do is see if the government can do anything to be a catalyst for for helping businesses get into that global market uh, that's available these days. And and it's, you know there may not be anything, but but I think it's worth us taking a look at to see. 
if it's possible. You know, I think and, of one thing, and, and this this is a much smaller scale thing, Commissioner Hamby, but it is something that you and the commission did do uh, at the outset of this pandemic year that does and has helped, at least in a very small way, some of our local restaurants. I, I, I've actually taken advantage of this a time or two myself. I can now go down to the grit, for example, grab my meal, walk out, and take a beer with me. Uh, heretofore, I could not do that. Uh, what would be the reason for not making that permanent? Well, I don't, you know, that's a good question, Tim. I, I don't know why we couldn't make it permanent. I think that's been, you know, that was something that came a result of listening to the needs of the business, the restaurants downtown and the restaurants everywhere in Athens, and asking them, what is it that we can help you do in order to in order to, to make it through this? And that was one of the things that came out. So, so I don't, you know, I don't know why it couldn't be permanent to do that. I think you're going to see a lot of the things that happen during this period uh, become, 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 I don't know, permanent may you know permanent's a good uh, a good enough word but it but it may it may allow us to to do some things like that uh to help to help businesses move forward another thing that you know we're looking at uh, downtown is uh, how we can encourage more outdoor dining uh, simply because you can social distance in a in an easier way with outdoor dining so maybe there's some public spaces downtown that could be made available for that uh in that regards and also Another thing we've done, you know, the Downtown Development Authority was able to get some grants. To, we gave about a hundred, uh, $100,000 worth of grants to businesses downtown to, to help them. It wasn't, you know, it was about $1,000 grants each, but it's still, uh, they pay into the Downtown Development Authority. So we were able to get back to those businesses that pay into the Downtown Development Authority uh, to help them through through some of this crisis. Uh, Commissioner Mike Hamby with us another few minutes here running for re-election. I've asked this of everyone who's out there campaigning or trying to. I bumped into you in in my neighborhood a few days ago. You're in your truck and you're trying to hand out yard signs. That's I don't know how much more you can do. Uh, you're not knocking on doors these days. No, no. You know, the knocking on doors uh, and shaking hands these days, that's been tough for me. You know, shaking hands and kissing babies has been something I hadn't been able to do during the campaign. But uh, hopefully we can get back to that. I can't imagine a world without shaking somebody's hand. But um, but uh, the campaign has been has been interesting. You know, certainly social media has played a, played a big part and, uh, and some mail and, you know, just just riding around the neighborhood looking for walkers to say hello to uh, and uh, – and uh, there's plenty of them in, in Beechwood. That's a that's a tough neighborhood to walk. It's very hilly. <laughs> yeah, it's um, called Beechwood uh, Hills for a reason. I, I have, <laughs> yeah, I have exactly. learned that. Now, in terms of what you folks behind the rail have been doing, first of all, not a lot of work behind the rail physically. A lot of these meetings, as commission meetings go, have been taking place virtually. Another budget work session, I think, on the schedule for tomorrow. Uh, what do you think about that process? You like it? Is it something you'll implement moving forward more, if not exclusively? What do you think of that whole thing? WebEx meetings, well, I think. I, you I, you know, it's been interesting because I think I think I think you'll see probably more of the Zoom meetings. I think they've uh, they've been good as far as committee meetings go and uh, different uh, different authority meetings go. I'll say this though: it, uh, for me, it's been an adjustment. I'm used to I'm used to uh, seeing people in person and reading body language and getting signals about when I can talk or not talk. Uh, <laughs> I know you've talked in the past about the. The length of our meetings, it seems the Zoom meetings last a little bit longer, to be honest with you. Mm. But, uh, but, uh, but they, you know, I, I think the point of it all and the point of having the Zoom meetings is, is that, you know, uh, we're, we're continuing the work of government. We're continuing the work of serving the community. And I, I think that's an important, important thing to continue, however difficult it may be or however, 
however uncomfortable it may make some of us that may not be may not be our element but the the fact is that uh, the government's continued to work the government's continued to try to do the service uh, as best it can for for the citizens of this community and uh, i hope that's something that's come through there um, um, I feel we have had a lot of a lot of meetings uh, with the meetings haven't quit, but but decisions need to be made and decisions need to be made quickly uh, to help us address some of the business issues and some of the residential resident issues that uh, that we have here in Athens to help them make it through uh, this virus. Uh, quickly, less than a minute left here. Where where can folks find Commissioner Mike Hamby online? Well, they can go to handyathens uh, dot com handyathens10.com, or they can give me a call at 706-338-3970. I always like a, like a good conversation over the phone and, uh, and in person, so 706-338-3970. Uh, I, appreciate I appreciate appreciate your time, Tim, and uh, I'm, I hope you know I'm trying to work for, for, for your vote and other votes here in Athens as well. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.